0: Hey, good morning. It's Monday morning. I hope you've had a great uh, weekend. I know I I had a good weekend. I spent a lot of time with family, which is always enjoyable, and then was able to worship in person uh, with my folks at St. Matthews yesterday, which really did my soul some good. Uh, Looking forward to worshiping again together in person this week, everything permitting, and uh, also have online options and things such as that. So thanks for choosing to... uh, Spend some time with us this morning uh, with our online uh, devotionals and Bible studies. Hope this is a blessing to you, and it is to me. So, thanks for joining with me. I, I hope some of you are listening to this through podcast. We've, we've been playing around with this. We now offer an audio version of uh, this time together that you can um, you can stream through Apple Podcast or Stitcher or TuneIn or. All the different podcasting services out there, you can uh, you can follow this. It's called Andy Talks, so uh, be sure to subscribe to that uh, through however you get your t- podcast. Uh, I, I use Spotify personally, and it's on Spotify as well. So all these different places to um, follow along and uh, dig into God's Word together as a church family and as friends and family as well. So um, today, um, today's gospel lesson, uh, the suggested reading was John chapter a good portion of John chapter three, uh, which is a passage that. Been Golly, I love, a lot of, a lot of us all love, we, we, we studied this passage together in Bible study this summer, actually. Um, but I want to read to you a passage you know quite well, and then I want to read to you a passage that follows right directly after it. So this is John 3, we're going to be reading verses 16 and 17. You know 16 well, 17 maybe not as well. 16 says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that anyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. Uh, I think those are two incredibly powerful and important passages of Scripture for us to to read and to think about. Um, I especially um, love—we all know, we all love John three sixteen. I mean, who doesn't love John three sixteen? It's one of the key verses of our of the Christian faith. What. I love that John three sixteen shows us the lim- the the length of God's grace and mercy and how far He goes. It Says for God to so love the world, uh, that anyone who believes, um, God desires for everyone to be in a relationship with Him. Everyone, there's, there's not a person you meet in your life that God has not deemed worthy of being in a relationship with. The way I talk about reading scripture is this: Scripture can be complicated, y'all. A scripture can be confusing. Uh, it, it can be. I mean, I, I do the whole religion thing for a living, and I acknowledge how confusing scripture can be at times. And so, I've got my my bifocals here. I'm now at the point in my life where I have bifocals. I joke with my wife, and I'm I'm only growing this beard for one reason, and that's I just want to see with my own two eyes how white it is uh, when everything's said and done. So I've now got my white beard, I've got my bifocals here. But my glasses here are a pretty important part of of my life. And I put them on, I can see better. Without them, I can't see quite as good as I'd like to. So these lenses affect the way I view the world. The way to interpret the Bible is this. You take the complicated passages, the passages that we struggle with, the passages that, that, that may not make sense. You take the complicated parts of Scripture and you read them through the lenses of the parts that make sense. You read Scripture through Scripture. So for me, John 3.16, the, the this is the lens that I study Scripture through. John 3.16 are the glasses that I put on when I read Scripture. I interpret all the Bible through John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever believe would not perish, but have eternal life. God loved the whole world, y'all. He loved the folks we like, the folks we don't like, the folks we agree with, the folks we disagree with. God loves everybody. There's not a person you're ever going to meet, as long as you live, that God does not love, and that He did not send His Son into the world to die for. That who that anyone who believes, the Old King James says, whosoever, anyone who believes in Him will not perish. But we'll have eternal life. God so loved everybody, y'all. And imagine what would happen if we lived our lives with a John three sixteen perspective. Imagine what happened if we lived our lives looking at everything through the lenses of John three sixteen. How would that change the way we interact with each other? How would that change the way we deal with each other? How would that change the way we deal with folks we don't like, folks we disagree with? How would that change? Our day-to-day living of life, if we looked at all of life through the lenses of John 3.16. I try to, y'all. I really try to live my life living through the lenses of John 3.16. So we see that here. For God so loved the world, that whosoever will believe, will not perish, but have eternal life. But then we see, I think 17 is just as interesting. For God did not send the Son to the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. God's not enough to get you, y'all. Um, I've used this analogy many times in my, in, my, in my ministry and in my teachings and my preaching. Um, for most of my young life, when I was younger, um, my image of God was this. He was a really angry Colonel Sanders. He was an old man in heaven with a white beard who did not like me. He was not a fan of mine. He was really upset with me, and he couldn't wait for me to mess up, so he could zap me with a lightning bolt. So my image of God was that he was a really angry Colonel Sanders, an old man who couldn't wait to smite me. Now, how does that reconcile with Scripture? Not well. Scripture tells us that God loves us, that God longs to save us, that God desires to be a relationship with us. I tell you, that. if you look at it, my actual image of God was more based upon the Greek myth of Zeus than it was upon the Scripture and what, God, and what Scripture tells us who God is. It took a long time in my life for me to realize that God was not out to get me, that God was not mad at me, that God was not in heaven waiting to smite me, that God loved me, that he wanted to be in a relationship with me, that he desired me. Today, friends, he's not mad at you. He's not out to get you. He's not out to destroy you. He loves you. He loves you so much that he sent his son to die on the cross for you. He loves you so much that he, that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe would not perish but have eternal life. He loves you that much. God desires to be in a relationship with you. He desires to know you. He desires to save you. He desires to be your God and you to be his child. He did not send his son to the world condemned to condemn the world that the world might be saved through him. I think those two passages, y'all, John 3, 16, John 3, 17, are beautiful lenses through which to look at all the scripture through, but frankly to look at all of life through. We understand God's love for his people. And not just those of us that are Christian, but his love for all the world. All the world. The Christians, the non-Christians, the folks who act right, the folks who don't act right. The folks who are, who are doing the right things, the folks who aren't. God doesn't love them any less. He loves them as well. And he desires to be in a relationship with them. He desires to know them. He desires that they should be saved. Scripture says that God wishes that all should be saved. God desires for all people to be in a saving relationship with him. Now, will all people do that? They won't because God's also given us free will. We can choose to accept or choose to reject. But God's desire is for us to know him and to love him and to walk with him. And that's my desire for me. That's my desire for you. That's my desire for the entire world. For God so loved the world. So today, I hope you know just how much God loves you. I hope you you don't think like I thought for many years that God's out to get you, that God's mad at you. God loves you. He desires you. He wants to walk with you. So love you guys today. I hope you have a great Monday. I hope today is a wonderful day for you. And I hope you can realize today just how much God loves you. Have a great day. Share this with somebody. Encourage somebody. Take time today to encourage somebody that might know that they love that they are loved and that God loves them. Hope you have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Love you guys.